0: This is episode 201 of the Beyond the Food Show and today we are going to uncover what's missing from your health program. And no, it's not a superfood or an expensive supplement. It's actually totally free. Are you intrigued? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello sisters, Stephanie back at the lead of this podcast. And for some of you, you have received some actual message on social media saying like, where are you? And I've been absent from social media for a very good reason. I have been working on a secret project. You guys like the word secret? Kind of teases you. (laughs) But I've been working on a project of building a brand new workshop That is going to change the world of chronic dieter. And that was my intent. My intent in this workshop was to make it aim at women who've been dieting for 10, 20 and 30 years. So my life has been exclusively dedicated to this for the last two weeks. And I want to share that with you. And I'm going to just in a few seconds here, tell you how you can register for this workshop. But when I built it, I asked myself, what is it that you want to know? What is the most frequent question I get? It was all about emotional eating, overeating, how to change habits. That's a big, big topic. And body image, right? You know that you shouldn't hate your body, and that you shouldn't be dieting and poking at it and trying to control it, but you can't stop, right? Which leads to the other concern that women have, which is chronic dieters want to stop dieting, but they can't bring themselves to do it. So if that's you, that's what this workshop is all about. So I'm going to teach you the most effective way to change how you go about habits, how you go about interacting with food in the most efficient way, and also the top three mistake that I see women doing. Typically, how my students come, their mistake that they're doing, that's what I'm going to be sharing with you in ways in which you can actually change it. I've also spent some time in that workshop researching the most recent studies And the information that those studies are holding to help us get off the yo-yo dieting, bandwagon, overeating, and emotional eating, stuff that perhaps you don't know that has recently been acknowledged by science. So all of that's going to be in this workshop. We have two times. So next Sunday, I'm just going to pull the date here on the calendar in front of me because I'm not good with actual date in my head. So Sunday, August the 18th, and then Wednesday, August the 21st. If you want to register, we're trying a new thing here. We're trying to get you to register by using text for those of you on the podcast. So if you are on your phone right now and you are from the USA, you can pull up your phone and text. 305-697-0424 and text the word workshop. Now, it's going to prompt you back to say, what is your first name and what is the email you want to receive the information at? Now, be really careful. If you already are a subscriber of our email, use the same email. Otherwise, you will start getting everything twice. If you're Canadian didn't forget about you. You can use the number 514-700-2024. If you are an international listener, you can actually go to my website, stephaniedose.com slash workshop and subscribe there. Or any of you, no matter where you are, you can go to the website and subscribe. So these are the three ways into which you can join us. When you get there, you'll be able to pick the date either Sunday or Wednesday. And I have a gift at the end. So I want to be really clear that the only way for you to get this gift, this special offer for all of you want to start to work with me this September will be at the end of this workshop. So you got to attend the workshop to be accessible to this saving that I'm going to share for some of our program starting in September. So that's been my last two weeks. And on Sunday, I took the day completely off and I actually went to church. So this is something I don't often talk on the podcasts. But I have spiritual beliefs that are very neutral. And what I call neutral is in teaching what I teach and working with students in connecting with their body and connecting with intuition. It's also part of it is getting in touch with your own spiritual body and spiritual belief. But my belief are very neutral, like they're not attached to a particular religion or a God. They're what we call universal beliefs. And on Sunday, I typically will watch at home and I call it going to church, but it's only a a time and place for me, but it's in my home, in my blanket with my coffee. And I listened to a particular video of one of my mentor, which by the way, at the end of this podcast, I'll tell you how you can actually watch what I watched on Sunday for completely free. But I want to keep that till the end of the podcast because I want you to stay in this place of neutrality because what I'm going to teach you today are those two deep behavioral shifts that are missing from your program. And these behavioral shifts are somewhat spiritual, And very often in the world that we live in, the go, 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 fast, 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 we actually disconnect from these two deeps behavior that we should have. And in part, it's because we are disconnected from our spiritual beliefs. And I want to caveat this to say, it's irrelevant which spiritual belief you carry with you or your background, that it is Christianity, that it is Catholicism, that it is God, Jesus, universe. It's irrelevant. It's about you being connected with what you choose to believe in. And one of the common threads of all spiritual beliefs is that we have this innate force, this innate wisdom within us or within the spirit or the God in which we believe. And that magical force reside within us and it's there to support us. So from that place, we're going to talk about what's missing in your program. Now on the last podcast, podcast 200, I talked about an epidemic, right? An epidemic that we have in our current first world society that leads us to destroying literally the quality longevity of our life. It's affecting us, but it's also affecting our children and the children of our children if we don't stop it. And it's been around for a long time and it's growing at an alarming rate and it's very present in first world country, but it's starting to spread all around the world to all the different layer of our societies and it's not obesity, right? So if you haven't listened to the podcast, I'd suggest you go back and listen to it. It's diet culture right? Our obsession with weight and diet. And because of this obsession that we have all taken part in or currently take part in, it has become completely normal to not like slash love our body. It's expected that we shame ourselves for our body. And I want you to think about Perhaps the latest outing that you went out with your girlfriend, your sisters, your friend, perhaps you went to a movie or a restaurant. and recall back the conversation between that group of women. If they're not part of the going to beyond the food community, likely, the conversation at some point may have gone to the place of weight and hating our body. right? We've all done it. I know I've done it before I came to this work where I proclaimed loud and clear that I hate my body. That perhaps at dinner I was a pig because I finished my entire plate and add dessert. And I'm so ashamed of myself because I have no discipline and willpower and look at my body. And I, I would say these things out loud about myself to the woman that I was with, and then the next person would say it, and the next woman would say it, and it was just like we would go around the table for minutes shaming ourselves, and it was not abnormal in our head. We were having a normal conversation. Body shame is deeply embedded in our culture and actually sanctioned and expected i know today when i happen to go in a social event with perhaps new people new women that i don't normally interact with i hear that conversation everywhere and i don't take part in it i listen right i i am with the group i listen to their conversation and at some point <laughs> People turn around and they are expecting me to take part in it. And when I stay silent, it's kind of the awkward moment. And then they move on to someone else. And it's especially more relevant because I'm into a, quote, large body. So they are really expecting me to take part in it. And it's always very uncomfortable for them to not have me partake in it. Now it's also becoming, well, it's also the norm, not becoming, it is the norm for all of us to be on some kind of health program, which is also what we talked about in those conversations, right? It's a cleanse, it's a detox, it's a fasting, it's a diet, it's currently it's keto, right? It's Everybody talks about this before it was paleo or being gluten-free or dairy-free or some kind of structure that tell you what to do with your body and with your food and again especially more relevant when you're not in a thin ideal body the society expects you to be in it and that's why I call this an epidemic the epidemic of dieting, the epidemic of diet culture, the epidemic of not feeling worthy if we aren't meeting society, body, ideal. The epidemic of other people looking at us and saying, well, you aren't taking care of yourself if you aren't on a program and that we are simply not good enough because we accept ourselves. And this epidemic of beliefs, of diet culture, of body image struggle leads us to work really, really, really hard to fit in to the mold. And that through that, we do these two things that are missing from our program. You ready? We stop trusting in our body and we stop respecting our body. These are the two things that are missing from your program if you are currently partaking into diet culture. And let me... Give you some of the symptoms of you not trusting your body, of you or not respecting your body. Typically, 99% of the time, the lack of trust towards our body and the lack of trust towards the lack of respect, sorry, to our body are present together. Like it's very difficult to trust our body but not respect it. You know what I'm saying? So here's some of the symptom of the lack of trust and respect. Eating behavior that are disordered, emotional eating, overeating, binge eating, anorexia, anything that is causing you arm and pain in your eating behavior. You are numbing your emotion with food. Or perhaps with either other substances. Because you don't want to be out of control. You are afraid of what would happen if you weren't numbing. For many women, it's eating in secret or even hiding food. Carrying the wish and the dream to be in a smaller body. Wanting to lose weight so you can finally feel better and stop the negative self-talk in your head, the desire or the act of manipulating your body in hope of being smaller. You take part in the discussion that I gave you as an example earlier, and you are shaming yourself or your body for your bad behavior in front of other people. You can't look in the mirror without negative self-talk. You are not participating in certain aspects of your life, perhaps outing with the family because of the way your body look. Perhaps you are sick or feel sick and you are managing your symptoms by suppressing them without addressing the root cause. You lack energy and you lack energy to even get through the basic day. You feel anxious. You feel depressed. You feel overwhelmed by your emotion. I could go on and on and on and more, but these are just some of the sign that there is a disconnect between you and your body. And there's a lack of trust. There's a lack of respect between you and your body. Here's the reality we are in a relationship with our body that we want it or not, right? We have this this wisdom, this spirit, this higher self, however your spiritual belief call this thing that reside within this physical body that we walk with every single day of our life. We reside, we being that higher self, that spirit, We reside in that physical container that is our body. And I want to give you an analogy to perhaps put it more in perspective. Imagine that you were confined to living in a small studio with someone else. Perhaps you did that when you were in college or perhaps you're doing it now, right? You are confined to live there and you can't get out. There's no way out, right? You are stuck in that small place. You share everything, bedroom, bathroom, There's no like space you can go and hide. And that person with whom you're sharing that space, you don't trust him or her. You are always forcing him, that other person to do what you want, because you don't trust what that person wants to do. And that person resists you all the time. And you get into this argument back and forth all the time. How would be your relationship with that person in that confined space? Are you loudly sharing in front of that person how much you hate him or her? How ugly and stupid he is or she is. You keep reminding that person how lazy they are every single minute of every day that they aren't smart enough. How do you think that relationship with that person would be? Do you think that person would collaborate with you to achieve your goal? It's exactly the same with your body. Now I can hear some of you right now having the thoughts that says, Oh my God, she's crazy. It's not the same. What a stupid example My body is just flesh. It doesn't matter how I treat it. Blah, 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 blah. These are the thoughts that I had when someone sat me down and said, Stephanie, you got to change the way you interact with your body. That was my therapist, but probably 10 years ago, but I denied it. So if you're having those thoughts right now, you're in complete denial and I totally get it. Right? Right. If you are having those thoughts right now, side sidebar, I can guarantee you that you're not trusting and respecting your body. And that's okay. Perhaps end the podcast here and perhaps you'll come back in a year from now, two years or five years. That's a concept in psychology that's called disassociation, right? When the thoughts we are being presented with are so different... From what we are currently holding as belief, like black and white, we literally dissociate from these new thoughts or new concepts because they are too dangerous in our head, right? But for most of you, you're probably not dissociating right now, but it's probably bringing you to a level of asking yourself, do I trust myself? Do I respect my body? Here's the thing. If you're taking part in diet culture consciously or unconsciously, you are required to disconnect from your body. That's the base model of dieting, right? Dieting requires from you to not listen to your body, right? That's how dieting is built, right? So you don't listen to hunger. You You don't want to feel full. You don't allow yourself certain food. And that's how dieting promise you results, right? So if you are on any type of diet culture model, dieting restriction of macro or food group, you are unconsciously not trusting your body or respecting your body. So how can we start... Being in a relationship with our body of trust and respect is the question, right? So that's what our programs are built on, right? The going to be on the food model is built on four pillars. Body trust, body respect, body wisdom, and body neutrality, right? So let me start with the very top one, the wisdom. So body wisdom, we recognize in our program that we have this innate magic within us, body wisdom, that knows what is best for our body. And that wisdom kept us alive up to now. Recognizing that, then we begin to trust this wisdom, right? So we get accustomed to listening to the symptoms of our body to the cues to the messages of our body and then respecting those cues and being in a relationship of collaboration with our body and we do that the last pillar in a state of neutrality we stop judging and we become neutral right it's not good it's not bad it's just what is so from there let me teach you five things that you can do that don't cost nothing to begin changing your relationship with your body from a place of trust and respect. Number one, aim to be in a state of cooperation with your body. Like realize that you are you, the brain, the mind, the spirit are occupying this about three cubic foot space And you can't get out of it. You can't run away. You can't change it. It's just what it is. So might as well develop a relationship of love with that container. Right? Diet culture wants us to be in a state of fear-based relationship with your body. So you want to switch it to be in the space of love. And that, step number one, is probably the scariest thing to do. Especially if you're doing it on your own, not supported by an environment, no structure program, like you're doing it on your own. Yo sister, I know this is scary, right? But no one thing, love always win. And again, this is independent of any religious, again, one thing common to all religion in the world, love always win. So moving to a state of cooperation of love towards your body, at the end of the day, you're going to win. Step number two, turning to your body with curiosity versus judgment. So when something feels uncomfortable in your body, perhaps your weight, right? Instead of judging it and punishing yourself and punishing your body for the weight, it's like, Hmm, I wonder why this is happening. Curiosity, right? I wonder what my body wisdom wants me to do and what's the message behind this. And then you can ask your body, what do you need? Right? And take the choices day today from a place of being in a state of cooperation and curiosity towards your body. Step number three. Become acquainted with your subtle and not so subtle's cue with curiosity. So again, I'll take a very simple exercise that we all do every day multiple times. The desire to go to the bathroom. That's a cue from your body, right? So you have the desire, the thought of you wanting to go and Perhaps p, right? How about if you act upon it when the body signified it to you? I know. How many of you are holding the desire to go to the bathroom because you're too busy? What you're doing is too important versus what your body wants you to do, right? So get acquainted with those subtle cue and not so subtle and then start acting on it from a place of love, right? Instead of suppressing it to do more of whatever you're doing, act upon love towards your body, trusting your body cue and respecting them and go to the bathroom. Make that the priority. Step number four, turning to your body with kindness instead of punishment. That's the whole notion of self-compassion and that brings me to that place of saying again we'll talk about weight because that's a common thread for vast majority of our listener acknowledging that your body kept you alive till now and that your body believed that holding on to weight or creating weight gain or not making you lose weight was the best thing for you in the moment Can we think that the wisdom innately in our body thinks and knows this is the best thing for you right now? And I know this is hard, right? Because you are currently holding a lot of body ideal notion in your head and how your body should look like and it's impossible that my body knows that holding on to weight is good, right? I know all those thoughts are coming up in your head. But if you trust that you have body wisdom, you have this higher self in you, and that higher self created the weight, perhaps there's a reason for that. Can you be kind? Now that's the power of intuitive eating, right? So if you've learned with me or on your own, intuitive eating brings you to that place, Right? It's a process. It's not like flitching a switch on, but you get there. And last step, step number five, or thing number five you can do is get out of the way and allow your body to sort out your health and your weight, particularly your weight. Now, when I say get out of the way, that doesn't mean giving up on life and just eating whatever you want, not moving your body, watching Netflix all day long. That's where your brain is interpreting what I'm saying right now for many of you. They're like, she's saying to just do nothing and eat Cheetos and McDonald's all day. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said. I said, get out of the way, strive for health, take care of your body in a loving relationship, which means sleeping at night, eating food that makes you feel good because you are trusting Right? You're a body's subtle cue. And when you eat stuff that makes you feel terrible, that is not a loving relationship with your body. So get out of the way. Continue to trust and respect your cues. Make your decision from a place of love. And then let your body sort out the weight. Perhaps you'll lose weight. Perhaps you won't. Perhaps you'll stay at the same weight. Who knows? But one thing is for sure, you're going to be in a relationship of love, which means you'll naturally have healthy behavior. How do you feel right now? (laughs) I know when I talk about this with beginners, it's like, hold on, Stephanie, I need to rewind this a couple times and replay it. So if you are new to the podcast and you're listening to this for the first time, I totally get it. Take a deep breath. And perhaps replay the last 20 minutes of this podcast. It perhaps will help you. Now, at the beginning of the podcast, I share that I, quote, went to church Sunday morning and that I followed my spiritual mentor. And one of them is Wayne Dyer. So in the show note of the podcast, stephaniedozier.com slash 201, I have shared in the show note the links of the two... Video that I watch on Sunday morning from Wayne Dyer. And the title of them is The Power of Intention. And inside of there, that's how this podcast became to be what it is today. He talked about one of the base principle of interacting with the universe, spirit, or God is with a relationship of trust and respect towards yourself. So I just wanted to share with you a few of the words that he shared in that talk. Okay, so right now I'm going to be quoting Wayne Dyer. It's my intention to respect myself at all time. Your view of the world depends on how you view yourself. How much love do you have for yourself? When you trust yourself and in yourself, you are trusting in the same vision that created you. When you fail to trust yourself, when you fail to love yourself, you are denying your own divinity, therefore attracting the absolute opposite of what your source is wanting to give you. If you don't have love and trust for yourself, you can't extend it outwards for who can give away what they can't have for themselves. If you are trusting in the wisdom that created you, beliefs are irrelevant. You must trust and respect yourself. True achievement is not being what someone else wants you to be, but instead being better than what you used to be end of quote. I will leave you with those words. If that is something that resonates with you, you can go watch the two video. So I have a quick exercise that I want to leave you at to help you develop trust and respect in your life. And I want you to, perhaps only for a day, look at every choice you are doing in that day An attempt to make them from a place of love. How can I express love towards myself? How can I express trust and respect for my body in this choice? So ask yourself that question with every choice you are making and see where that leads you. And I would love for you to share that with me. So thank you very much for having been here. I would love a review from you. We are attempting to crank up the review on the podcast to help us get this message out to more women. So your review will significantly help us in that mission. So you can go on your iPhone and go to the iTunes podcast and then hit the review button and you'll be able to leave the review right there in your iPhone. Same thing with Stitcher. Or you can come to our website, stephaniedolze.com review. And from there, you'll be taken to a platform where you can leave us a review. The next show coming up, Podcast 202, will be about how to step beyond the struggle. I love you. Looking forward to see you on the next podcast.